Hello everyone. For so many of us, saying no is really, really hard, so I figured it'd be worth doing a video on how to say no. We fear that saying no will mean that people will reject us, that we will lose opportunities because people will close the door on us. We fear that we will be alienated from certain groups or people. We fear confrontation and conflict. We fear being seen as rude. We fear that we will turn cruel and uncaring. But most of all, we fear being seen as selfish. When most of us were children, we were chastised for asserting our own independent desires when it came to our parents. We learned that it was not appropriate to be selfish. We learned that to be selfish was to be bad, and to be bad was to be unloved. And so we drew the line between being unloved and being selfish. And the result is, most of us, who have this particular issue, don't feel as if it is possible for us to have love and say no at the same time. But we set ourselves up for failure by never saying no because we commit our lives to being lived for someone else other than for ourselves. And that just isn't sustainable. You can't keep that up for very long. It takes a toll on your relationships, on your body, and on your life. All too often we say yes to someone when we're asked to do something, but deep down we don't want to do it. We do it anyway, and then we feel resentful for the fact that we are doing it, even though it was our decision to do it in the first place. And this resentment is emotional energy, and emotional energy has to go somewhere. And so it does. It goes into our body. It corrodes us from within. What we really resent is the fact that every time we are asked to do something, we feel faced with the decision to do what would make us happy and be bad and unlovable, or do something we don't want to do and remain good and lovable. We develop the habit of never saying no because we want to be loved. Most of us who can't say no feel as if we need to do something for other people in order to deserve love. It may be uncomfortable to think about saying no, but it's important to understand that every time you say yes to someone else, you are saying no to yourself and to your own priorities. Now the number one problem that people have with saying no is the guilt that they feel when saying no. And so, I think I want to help you out with this a little bit. Many of you who are watching this video are aware of the fact that I have unorthodox teachings relative to selfishness. I promote self-focus. But those of you who are addicted to the idea of saying yes are also addicted to the idea of selfishness versus selflessness. And so, let me stick with your model so as to dismantle your idea of guilt relative to saying no. Most of us can't stand saying no because we can't stand being selfish or self-focused. But the good way to alleviate your guilt relative to saying no is to realize that you could not stop being selfish even if you tried. The very reason that you're saying yes to everything and that you can't say no to something is for a selfish reason. You want love from that person. You want approval from that person. So you are not doing it for them. You are saying yes for you anyway. Here's the issue. You are saying yes to them because you want to get love for them, but you are not actually in control of how much love they actually give you. And this is a recipe for burnout. If you want to learn how to say no, you've got to start figuring out what your priorities are. 
You can't know what you want to say no to unless you know what you want to say yes to. So what things in your life are the ones you want to donate the most attention to? What things in your life create the most amount of joy? Go ahead and make a list. Some examples that could go on this list are my health, spirituality, my marriage, my children, making money, making time for myself every week, exercise, going to school, or home repair. Once you've compiled this list, I want you to pick your top three priorities. But right above those top three priorities, I want you to write something in. Take care of myself and my happiness. Because let me tell you, unless you take care of that first item on the list, nothing else will follow. As you look at this list, can you see how your life might need to be reorganized? Make a commitment when you are looking at this list. The commitment you're going to make is, I am not going to say yes to anything that conflicts with this priority list. And the only things I will say yes to are the things that are in alignment with this priority list. Once you have compiled a priority list, make a list of everything you would like to say no to. Compiling this list may cause you to feel guilty, but this is your time to be totally honest with yourself about what you really want to do in your heart and what your heart is telling you that you don't want to do. If you could say no to someone or something with absolute surety that there would be no negative consequences, who or what would you say no to? Is there a commitment you've made that you want to cancel? Is there a project you want to give up? Is there a relationship you want to end? A date you want to cancel? Pick the most important thing on this list that you really want to say no to and say no to it. If it's a date, cancel it. If it's a project, give it up. Take that step to free yourself from burden. Think about how you could go about saying no that would be easiest. Maybe it's talking to someone face to face. Maybe it's making a phone call. Maybe it's an email or a letter. Let yourself take the path of least resistance. Do not expect yourself to do this the hard way. It's already hard enough for you to say no. Once you've said no, give yourself the time to see how much better it feels to be free of that commitment. And if you're ready, say no to the rest of the things you wrote down on this list. You should never say yes to something out of a sense of duty, obligation, or guilt. If those are the things you feel that are motivating you to say yes, it's only ever going to lead to negative consequences and an intense amount of internal stress. And remember that the better you get at saying no, the easier it gets to say no. It is much easier to not commit to something than to say yes and then take it back later. But it must be said that to follow through on something you've committed to that you don't actually want to do, that you wanted to say no to, is self-sabotage. It comes from a space of self-hatred. An easy technique you can apply if you're a yes person is the technique of delaying your answer. It's very hard when you've been living a life of practicing the art of saying yes to suddenly switch and be able to say no with no amount of guilt. In fact, your knee-jerk reaction might be just to say yes and not even check in with how you feel about what you've been asked to do. So the best thing to do is to come up with a key phrase that you train yourself to say in the spot of where you would normally say yes. One of the best phrases I've found is, let me get back to you. You've deflected the pressure when you say, let me get back to you. 
And you can make your decision from a rational space and really listen to your heart, separate of the pressure of that person wanting an answer from you. You can even involve your friends if you have a really difficult time making decisions. And they can be elicited to help you follow your own internal guidance system and listen to your heart in terms of whether you want to say yes or no. Remember that the need to take care of yourself and the desire to be happy are valid reasons to say no to something. You can offer an explanation to someone for why you are saying no to something, but remember that you do not need to justify your decision. It is not your responsibility to make someone else happy. And the people who base their relationship with you off of how much you do for them are not friends anyway. They are using you as a substitute for making themselves happy. And put yourself in other people's shoes. If the people who surround you do actually love you and you put yourself in their shoes, does it actually feel good to you when you say yes to something you don't actually want to do? We all know inside the answer is no. It sucks to have other people do things for us that they don't actually want to do. If you want to offer an explanation as to why you are saying no, one of the best ways to do that is to make it about yourself. See, the people who want you to say yes to them need validation. That's what they get out of you saying yes, and validation feels like love, so you saying no to them feels like you not loving them, which is why they will continue to pressure you over and over again to get the answer yes. When you make it about yourself, you take the pressure off of them, and you're not invalidating them. So what you want to do when you give someone an explanation as to why you're saying no, is to make it about how you feel. So instead of saying something like this, well, everybody's been asking me for help lately, and I don't think that I'm capable of doing something like that for you. You say something like this, I feel really stressed out right now, and I'm really afraid that if I took that on, I would burn out and become resentful of you, even though it's not even your decision for me to do this in the first place. It was my decision. But I have that kind of a problem in my life, and I definitely want to end it. That just made the problem about me, and not about the person who I am ultimately saying no to. So be prepared to stick with your answer of no again and again. You may have to repeat it several times. A good way to deflect this, because what people who want yes from you are actually after is your validation in the form of love, is to give them some kind of validation before you say no. For example, let's say you get invited to a party. Give them a validation about the party. Oh wow, that will be great. I'm really, really thinking that it will be an awesome party. I think you guys will have a lot of fun. But I have to do something else that night. Or I feel like I've been going to too many things lately and I really feel like I need to take some time for myself. The fact that you've given them that little bit of validation ahead of saying no means that you've given them enough validation that when you back out of it, they're not going to take it personally and not see it as a reason to reject you. Because in their minds, you've rejected them. It's really important to remind you, though, that this is not a good time to lie. So in the previous example that I gave. If you don't actually think it's going to be a good party, don't tell them, oh, I'm sure that'd be a great party, I just don't want to go. Because in reality, what you're thinking is, that's going to be a really crappy party to go to. But I want you to have the faith in yourself that you can look at that situation, whatever you've been invited to or whatever you want to say no to, and you can find something to appreciate about it 
That's the thing you want to validate, rather than lying to yourself or the other person about something you don't actually have appreciation for. If you find that you're surrounded by someone who's particularly bent on getting you to say yes to them, now would be a good time to remind them that they don't actually want to be surrounded by people who do things they don't want to do. That's a horrible feeling. It feels kind of like you're dragging everyone by the neck. It's also a good time to remind them that you're committed enough to having a good relationship with them, that you want that relationship to be based on genuine feeling, that you don't want to build the relationship on a foundation of self-sacrifice, which is only going to lead to resentment in the end. Saying no does not only apply to other people, it also applies to ideas that originate from self-hate. When we are operating from self-hate, we feel the need to do something to deserve the love and relationships in our lives. We feel the need to justify why someone is or should remain in a relationship with us. It is as if doing things for other people becomes our insurance policy for love. Because of this, we develop a habit of self-sacrifice. Often, no one in our lives is even asking us to sacrifice ourselves. We simply volunteer to do it. We fall into the role of martyr by committing to things that we know in our heart we don't actually want to do without even being asked to do them. For example, we know we don't have time to add one more project to our already full schedule, but we offer to do the project anyway. Or we know it doesn't feel good to offer someone the opportunity to live with us, but we offer them a place to stay anyway, even though they did not even expect it and they did not even ask to stay with us. When we do this, we feel the temporary high of self-esteem because we feel like we are a good person, but this feeling quickly gives way to a feeling of dread. We feel put upon by the person when they didn't even put anything upon us. We did it to ourselves. We threw ourselves under the bus, so to speak. We do it for four main reasons. The first is because we want to prevent ourselves from experiencing the pain of watching other people experience pain. The second is because we want to do what we believe is right. The third is to avoid the feeling guilty or selfish. And the fourth is to maintain a connection with other people to prevent them from abandoning us. We meet the needs of others at the expense of our own needs. On the surface, we often appear content to self-sacrifice, but underneath we feel a deep sense of emotional deprivation, which leads to anger and resentment towards the object of our sacrifice. Often we believe and express to others that we do not expect or need anything back from them, but when the other person does not show appreciation or does not reciprocate in some way, we feel resentful. But we are stuck. We have built our identities around altruism and helping others. We think we can't stop now even if it feels bad to do what we're doing. Because we are convinced if we do it any other way, we are a bad person. We are in a no-win situation. There comes a point when we must face the reality that we have needs that are not being met, even though we may not be aware of them yet. And what's more, we deserve to get our needs met just as much as anyone else does. Most of us who are dedicated yes people don't actually help people like we think we do. Instead, we spend all our time focusing on their helplessness. We think that we are the only answer to whatever it is that they have been asking for. We see ourselves as their saviors. This is a substitute for true self-worth. That's what we're getting out of it. It may be stressful, but at least if they're weak and I help them, I can be strong. At least if I'm the one that says yes and I'm the one who does everything, I can exaggerate my belief that I'm a worthwhile person. 
This is a flawed perception. We do have worth, but it's separate from what we do from others, and it should not be compared to what other people can or cannot do. And other people will find a way to get what they need. Their expansion is being served by lining up with their desires. They will figure out how to line up with those desires one way or another. The only reason you should ever help them is because it feels emotionally good for you to help them. Do you want to know how to know if it feels emotionally good? You will not need them to say thank you. All you do when you focus on somebody's inability to do something is focus on their weakness and reinforce their weakness. If you love them, you could not focus at them in this way. If we can say no to our momentary urge to self-sacrifice, then it will be easier to say no to the things that we don't actually want to do that are going to create the greatest amount of stress in our lives. If you are self-sacrificing, as most people who say yes all the time are, then you are trying to get something by saying yes to everything. And when you're in a space of clarity, enough to look at that, then it's time to see what need you're trying to get out of this self-sacrifice. You want to ask yourself this question. What is it that I was trying to get as a result of the self-sacrifice I was about to commit? And when you find that answer, you can ask yourself, how can I give that to myself? There are two ways to say no. The first way to say no is to say no from the place of resisting something that is unwanted. The second way to say no is to say it so as to allow yourself to go in the direction of what is wanted. Your own happiness, to be specific. If we say no because we are resisting something, we are bringing that thing that we're resisting all the closer. This is the more traditional use of the word no. But if we are saying no from a space of wanting ourselves to flow in the direction of our own desires, then we are opening the space in our lives for our desires to come closer to us. The universe does not care what word you use. The universe is not responding to the word no. It is responding to how you feel when you say the word no. We can use the word no to represent our resistance to something, or we can use the word no to represent the allowing of ourselves to go in the direction of what we want. This is the kind of no we want to use. So let's stop the cycle. Saying no does not make you selfish. Saying no is not going to guarantee that you will be rejected. You're not going to lose opportunities. The universe does not care about the words that you use. It cares about the emotion behind it. If you can find a way to actually find approval for you letting yourself go in the direction of what you want instead of saying yes to all kinds of things that you don't actually want to do that take you in the opposite direction of your desire. Then your life will flow with ease. You will be surrounded by people who do not wish for you to say yes to something just because it validates them. You will not be inundated with all kinds of offers that you continually feel guilty about when you say no to them. Instead, you will be able to stand up for the truth of who you are right here in this very minute. Have a good week.